Man, Brian, it's been tough. A whole year, we haven't had any comic conventions. Well, Mark, I have news for you, buddy. All right. East of the River Comic Book and Collectible Show is returning. Uh, oh, man. June 27th from 10 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. It's only a buck to get in. And they're going to be doing Early Bird at 8 a.m. for $3. The craziest thing is, this is going to be one of the biggest locations ever. The safest locations ever. Sports on 66. It's an indoor sports facility. So everybody has plenty of space. Yeah, uh, I've seen pictures of that place. It has like a soccer field. It has a basketball court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be tons of space in there. It's in East Hampton, Connecticut. We have flyers online. There's a Facebook page, an event page. You just type in East of the River Comic Book and Collectible Show. You'll see it. Join it. It has all the information, all the updates from Scott Pellin. And he's actually looking for vendors right now. And he's going to have a lot of space for vendors. So get in there now if you got a chance. If you are interested in being a vendor or interested in going to the show, Find us on Facebook at East of the River Comic Book Collectible Show. Message Scott, and hopefully he'll get you a space. We'll keep everybody posted here weekly about how everything's going, and we hope to see you at the show. Welcome to the post-Easter edition of Geekonomics. Hope everyone had a great holiday weekend. Was able to get out and do something, and the weather was beautiful. So if you're able to get outside, it's Geekonomics. We're back. How you doing, Brian? How was your weekend and week? Well, I'm doing good, Mark. All right. I like wait, I can't this, help but fall into that. Every you time. right into the old radio. I can't help voice. myself. It's like it's like a thing. I know it is a thing. Like, we were talking to each other like normal goofballs right before you hit record, yeah. and all of a sudden, like, hey, ugh. you don't even know you're doing it. It's like you're just like what you're introing, you just automatically just fall into everyone. Welcome back. We're here. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, weekend was beautiful. Uh, Mark, uh, I, I want to say, uh, you're doing an awesome job with your with your walking. You hit two Thank miles you. yesterday, I, right? I did, I broke the two mile barrier, I hit 2.2. So now, what app like, are you using that tracks your uh, when you post it on Facebook? What is on it? my uh, on the Samsung phones? They have a, a app that's in that embedded in the phone called Samsung Health. Okay, yeah, it's Apple got a has that too. thing on there where you, you can like just hit walk or hit any kind of like run, walk, bicycle, and then you just hit the thing and, and you just tell how long you want to go, and it just keeps track of you. That's awesome. That's yeah, cool. Keeps track of your steps and everything for you too. So. Yeah, I, honestly, like I, I always try to walk every day, but when I see your your post, it does motivate me on some days where I'm not feeling it. Then yeah. I'm like, well, if Mark can do it, I got to do it. <laughs> so I thank you. I, if I, the fat I, kid can do it. I can do it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like when it's sometimes it's cold and I'm like, oh, it's oh, too cold. Yeah, there like, was a couple of days last end of last week that were. Yeah, I, I did it too. I bundled, bundled up. Saturday was the worst. Saturday I went out and I was like, I'm going to get at least a little bit in. I got like four tenths a mile, like up the street 
and back down. And I'm like, nope, calling it too cold. Too cold. Going inside. It's it's weird because the winter time I can do a walk. I'm wearing yeah. my heavy jacket, gloves, and a hat. But this time of year, when it gets really warm, and then yeah. you have like a weird cold, cold day, day, it yeah. cuts right through me, and I don't oh, yeah. want to yeah. be out there. I hear you. Yeah. It, it's horrible. Yeah. So, no. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, keep it up, Mark. It's it's good. It's good. Even when you go back to work, I take my walk during my lunch break. I actually walk to get lunch. Yeah. Um, so hopefully you'll continue when you get to work, when you actually go back to the office. Yeah. Well, it'll be nice there too. Cause there's that nice little square to walk around. So exactly. Perfect. That'll be easy. Um, so today's show, we have, uh, with, um, episode three of the winter soldier and the Falcon and winter soldier. Yes. But a lot of stuff did happen this week. Um, did, we both watch Godzilla versus King Kong. Yes. We did. Let's, let's save that right before we get into Winter Soldier then, because we both watched it. We'll give our review yeah. together. Um, we got a, another, uh, like a Green Band Suicide Squad trailer. We did, and we also got another Loki trailer today. That yeah, and we got a, a, a Black Widow trailer over the weekend. I see. I don't want to watch any of these new trailers. With new footage, so it's better than, it's like, it's good though. Yeah. I was like, man, this is so much better than Wonder Woman, where they just like turned around and just gave you the same exact trailer again. I'm, I'm going to hold out and not watch these because I'm waiting because we're so close to release. Yeah, I'm hoping, honestly, uh, I say this now, but now that a lot of us are on track of getting our first shot, thank you, Mark, for helping us out. We are very close that maybe we could see Black Widow I'm thinking, in the theater. I'm thinking Black Widow is going to be my first theater trip. Me too. Let's July 9th, it. it's far enough out. I should be good to go. Yeah. And honestly, like, I have to travel good. for a movie theater by then, but. Well, Springfield's still open. West Springfield. West Springfield. We can go to West yeah. Springfield. Um, yeah. Enfield might be open by then because they're not closed forever. They're just closed until the box office. There's movies. Out. Yeah, there's movies to show. <laughs> um, and honestly, I much rather, like I said, pay twelve, fifteen dollars to see Black Widow in the theaters than pay thirty to watch on my home TV. Like thirty yeah. bucks, yeah, half of that I can see the big screen. Yeah, and I miss the theater so much. I will feel so much better having a vaccine in my body. Yeah. Um. So let's let's shoot for that. Let's shoot that Black Widow could be the first movie we see together. Uh, yeah, awesome. I went to my first uh, live sporting event. Uh, over the weekend. Oh yeah, how was that? It was good. Uh, the uh, Western Mass Zombies started their home season on Saturday, and they won against the uh, Playsto Shockers out of New Ooh. Hampshire. Playsto, New Hampshire. The Shockers is their name. Not going to make any comment on yes. that. Yes, Shockers. A, a new league for the Zombies. They're now in the East Coast Basketball League. So did this did the shocker did they give the shocker to the zombies? No, because they lost. So so they got a reverse shocker. They got they got reverse shockered. But uh, our friend Bill owns the team out of the yeah. zombie hideout. Yeah. So uh, I'm the video guy for them. So are they being recorded? Did yeah, record we, I live stream them with my phone because I have the new camera that we got our new streaming camera at the studio. Yeah. Uh, but I still hadn't totally figured it out yet. 
and I was like an inch away from figuring it out basically. And I just ran out of time. But when I got home from the game, I figured it all out. And let me tell you, April 17th, stay tuned. YouTube live is going to be pretty good. I got it pretty well figured out. I'm pretty excited about it. Because I would, I mean, are you going to air these in public access? Yeah, they're going to be on public access as well, but we're going to uh, YouTube live them because the, the league that they're in now, like I said, the East Coast Basketball League, they uh, really want them to stream them live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get yeah. the word out about the, the league and the team. So I'd love to air it. Uh, yeah. I can grab it off the YouTube once in January. Yeah. You know, that'd be great. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to have all the bells and whistles on it, but it's going to have, but like the new camera I got has, you can put a score bar right on the bottom of it and everything. That's cool. So, all right. Well, everybody, yeah. uh, you know, if you like local basketball, check that out. Yeah. I'm kind of using it as like my guinea pig trial to, so I can, when we get back in open again, to get the, the local high schools to kind of, someone from the local area to go out and do the high school games. Cause if this works out, and the camera itself has all these different things like overlays in it that you can do yeah. for football, basketball, baseball, all the different sports. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. It's a reasonably priced camera. So that's awesome. Yeah. And we got the thing that hooks up to the uh, scoreboard, the scoreboards. So it feeds the information right into it. So you don't have to do it manually. It's wow. all connected together. So technology, baby. I love it. I know. Awesome. I was really like, cool. where was this when I was in high school? I would have been doing this my whole time. I know. That's awesome. I would have started my own little side business, just filming high school sports. Man, man. Oh man. I still man. might. <laughs> um, and obviously everybody heard our East of the river ad in the beginning of this episode. Uh, yes, we're going June. very excited. I'm going to be there. We're going to have, I'm going to tons of stuff. Um, my eBay is hopping. Um, yeah. I I'm going to be vaccinated. I'll probably be there as well. Yeah, I'll, we'll be vaccinated, so it'll be yeah. great. Um, also, um, I over the week, I finally finished The Boys graphic novel. They have a new one that just came out, Dear Becky, which was a seven-issue uh, run. I, I'm reading that next, but I, I... Okay, The Boys as a, as a graphic novel is amazing. Mm. I... It had a lull a little bit um, about a, uh, Huey's backstory was a little lull for me, but in the end, it all comes together on why things happened, and it's really satisfying, and I am really interested to see how they end the series now, yeah. because how they end the graphic novel, I, I'm really interested yeah. how th- how they're going to wrap it up when they get there. Yeah. um will they go there it's a little dark yeah i don't know i don't know um but i highly recommend it if you get your hands on them it's six volumes it's really awesome it's yeah. really awesome um, i want to get i want to get that one and i want to get uh, invincible now that i've watched the amazon show i i gotta watch that stuff. i want to get into that i want to get red get that read up this week i will try to catch up because it's like what four episodes now? Four episodes. They're about forty-five minutes each. It, it might be my new lunchtime show. Because yeah, it's I, really good. I it's finished yeah. Solar Opposites, which was hilarious, and it was only eight episodes, and I burned through those pretty quick. So yeah, I'll start this for my lunchtime. So maybe I'll watch my first episode today or tomorrow. I don't know. There you go. Yeah. Um, and speaking of basketball. Oh, dude, uh, UConn women 
like lost. Yeah, they uh, laid an egg. Speaking Dude, of Easter, it was, you know, um, Kansas um, was fucking good. McDonald was. It was not Kansas. No, not Kansas. Um, Arizona. Arizona. Why am I thinking of Kansas? Not even close to Kansas. No, but there was a reason why I'm thinking Kansas. And okay, uh-huh. Arizona. Sorry, but McDonald. She was a firecracker, destroyed UConn. U- UConn's a young team. They don't have any seniors. Yeah. Even if UConn had won, even if they had won Friday, they would have been destroyed uh, by Stanford yesterday. Mm. You watch that game. I, I wanted Arizona to win, actually, because they're kind of the underdog. Yeah. Stanford was fucking unbelievable. They won by, like, a couple points. And McDonald, they passed her the ball. She was going to throw it in for three points. Buzzer rang, done. She missed. Uh, but yeah. it was awesome. It was, uh, it was uh, like me and Allison were like, I was like, I'm still going to watch Sunday's game. And she was like, I'm, uh, I'm surprised you're into the women's basketball. I got to say, when you told me you were watching women's basketball, I was like, what's going on? Like Allison, she used to, uh, her mom used to watch it and she used to watch it. She played basketball in high school. So, Throughout the oh, okay. years, there's a connection. That makes there's sense a connection. Throughout the years, if and my grandfather would always watch it, and he watches all sports, so we'd always watch UConn whenever they're on. But throughout the years, we'll if UConn's in the playoffs, we'll try to catch some games. And I'm like, well, hey, we we can actually watch it this year because I don't have them doing a meeting. I missed a, yeah. a game because of the meeting, but. Once UConn was out Friday, Allison's like, fuck it. I don't want to watch Sunday. I turned it on, mm. and then we were both, that last um, quarter, we were both glued. She she was all into it, too, because wow. we wanted – I kind of want Arizona to win it. I um, kind of caught – like, I really haven't been into – like, I did my brackets and everything for both, like I always do, but I haven't really been, like, following it as much because usually I'd be at work, and I'd watch it while I was at work. Yeah. And not having cable up here like we used to. I don't get like TNT and True TV and all that, so I miss half the games. We're not having that. So for the men's side, so I haven't really been paying attention to it. Yeah. But I did watch uh, the tail end of the Gonzaga game on, I think it was Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Oh yeah. And they yeah. went to overtime, and then there was like a buzzer beater in overtime. Oh geez. Like a three quarter shot from like the top of the key, and I was like, oh man, and I was like screaming. And Claire's like, why are you screaming? like you don't believe this shot was out of nowhere the guy like just yeah man i yeah i missed saturday's game um but march madness has kind of come to a close now right yeah the championship games tonight yeah that's a big zaga baylor yeah my two picks to make it to the championship so wow i have a meeting tonight or i would i would put it on just to watch um yeah but yeah it's i mean i don't know it gets you pumped up for something at this point in my life, I need something yeah. to get excited by, you know? I'm like, yeah, well, especially now that the Red Sox season started and they, they're terrible. Yeah, so the, fir- helps. the first game was rained out. They lost yeah. the first game. I they mean, lost the first three games. They played three they got times shellacked yesterday. Oh, my 11 God. 11 to 3. Well, it's early, Mark. You know how baseball it is. is. It is. It's early. Yeah. It's so early. They can turn it around. Yeah. They have like another 100 some odd games to turn it around. So, right. Right. Uh, I gotta admit, I like the short season last year. I know a lot of baseball people are gonna be like, "I can't believe you say that," but having only sixty games to watch is way better than having one hundred and sixty-two games to watch. 
I think over a hundred games a is long bad. season. Yeah, late. maybe COVID will make them rethink this and be like, no, they actually went back to the regular season length this year. Why? Like that's a lot. So it's gonna be from now till September. It's gonna be just baseball. If Red Sox losing, yeah. Hopefully they turn it around. I know. They hopefully they figure things out. But they can, they yeah, can turn it around, Mike. I, I I believe they. Can. Yeah, and it's a weird year too because you have like. Uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine who works the sports events in Boston and he was saying how there's a lot more jobs available because with yeah. the, the prolonged or postponed uh, time frame for basketball and hockey right now you have like the longest stint where you're going to have like the Celtics Bruins and Red Sox all playing at the same time. Oh, basically yeah. like, and you can't like, this is not, they're not allowing, like, if you work a Bruins game during the – or a Red Sox game during the day, you can't go work the Bruins game at night. You have to, like – each team has to have, like, their own crew, basically. So, I saw on Facebook, Andy Heavysides is working baseball now, which he – like, a camera, because there's not enough bodies to go everywhere, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, he, he, of, he's doing the Red Sox? Yeah, yeah. He's working wow. – I think he's working a third base side camera for Red Sox. That's awesome. Yeah. Man, good for him. But, yeah, it's crazy. It's a it's a lot of sports going on all at once. Because it's right all back. Yeah, it's everything's everything's back once. and everything's up and running. You got basketball, hockey, and baseball going at the same time. Yeah. Did the AHL ever come back? Did the Wolfpack? Yeah, ever come they're back? playing like a shortened season. The Wolfpack are playing a twenty-four game season because two of the teams in their division didn't come back at all. Springfield never. Springfield didn't come back. Yeah. yeah. They're using uh, the Mass Mutual Center as a COVID uh, vaccine site. Right. So they didn't come back, and I think it was the uh, Charlotte Checkers who were also in our division, the so new, new divisions. They, they morphed have... all divisions to make them, like, regional. Yeah. So Charlotte, I think, was the other one, and they didn't come back either because the same reason. So, But are they approaching the playoffs? Providence. No, no playoffs. They're only playing a 24-game season, 12 home, 12 away, and they're only playing uh, Bridgeport and Providence. They're only two teams they're playing. Wow. So. That's it. And there's no playoffs. There's no like, we want. It's just like the most points. No, they're it. just playing just to, it's basically just to keep the players warm for like if the NHL needs, if the NHL team needs a player, right? they can call them up kind of thing. That makes sense. So, yeah, no fans at the XL Center. They haven't allowed fans back or anything. They're not planning on doing that till next year. But wow. Josh has been working all the games at home. So, that's cool. He's what been telling camp? me how things have been going. You coach camp? Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of uh, Hartford, um, so the uh, we, we years ago we used to cover the uh, Kineticon, and I got an yes. email that Kineticon might be coming back in July. Then I got another email saying, "Nope, coming back in September." Yeah, they are coming back in September. Fingers crossed that Kineticon yeah. will be back. Yeah, the convention um, center. Yeah, I think I thought it was strange that they were saying July because they're using the convention center as a vaccine site, I believe, too. So it's like, how are you going to yeah. work that? I know. <laughs> I don't I don't think they're giving out vaccines that. in July. Like, they're not going to be. Yeah, they said basically they want the extra time for more people to get the vaccine. Yeah. Um, but they're coming back in September, it sounds like. So we'll see if yeah, that happens. It's going to be a lot of shows going on then because I think Trificon's that time frame, like fall. If it happens, I know Rhode Island yeah. Comic Con's like November. Yeah, that's before the holidays. So, but if they yeah. happen, I mean, there's still 
between now and then a lot can happen, you know, a lot can happen. A lot can happen. Yeah. So I think it's all tentative because and just like 2020, I don't know. I don't put stock in anything right now when it comes to a hard date because mm. anything could change. So all we can do is hope yeah, it was, I got to admit, it was strange. They had about a hundred people at the game Saturday because of reduced uh, size. They had like, I think it was 50% for what they're usually allowed. Yeah. And it was still like, and you had like all the other people, like the, the staff that works the games and the teams and their people and everything. But it was like, at first it was kind of weird, like having people around and being around people. Yeah. But then after about five, 10 minutes, it was just like normal again. Everyone was wearing masks except for the players on the court, but right, right. You know, you kind of just get kind of get used to it now. It's like just the, yeah, the new normal. As they it's like going, going grocery shopping. Everybody's wearing a mask, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, what else, Mark? Anything else before we get to, we get into Godzilla? Uh, no, like I, like we'd said, I watched uh, Godzilla King Kong like you did as well. Um, besides that, just like, like I was saying, watching Invincible, which is fantastic. I suggest anyone watching it. Uh, I did rewatch uh, just because I've been listening to Foo Fighters. I've been doing my walks. I rewatched Sound City documentary. Yeah. Over the weekend. So good. It is good. If anyone hasn't seen it, I suggest checking it out. Um, besides that, I really haven't watched. I don't think I've watched anything else. I was going to watch. I want to watch the uh, Concrete Cowboy on Netflix. Idris Elba's new movie. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, I want to check that out. That's on my list of things to do this week. And I know on the 23rd, there's a new show come to Netflix that's supposedly pretty good. We got the Entertainment Weekly back this month. They, they started, we re, re upped. I get Entertainment Weekly. It's so now really I'm actually seeing what's coming, what's going to be on TV now. So I'm like, it's really Entertainment Monthly. And I don't know why they haven't changed the name. I don't know because it probably doesn't sound as good as Entertainment Weekly. But it's been doing they've been doing this for about two years now. It's monthly, yeah. which I like because yeah. weekly they would stack up because it was too I much. It was yeah. too much. Um, but just call it monthly. I, yeah. I don't see what the big deal is. Or just call it Entertainment Magazine and just get it over with. Yeah. Um. Well, they have uh, to change all their logos and. Yeah, I know. I business know. cards and. That's too much work. Mortal Kombat does come out this month on the 16th or something like that. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was everything I was looking forward to. Um, yeah. we, we're going to definitely should do a movie review um, of that separately. Okay. Um, maybe. I, I, I mean, if not, I mean, you could, well, we'll just do it here and uh, we should definitely do a movie review on Monday with that when that comes yeah. out. Um, but Godzilla versus King Kong. Man, I I went into this movie. Did you have any news that you want to get to before we get into oh, this? Oh, I do have news. Thank you. You always me. forget the news. It's your thing. No, I didn't forget. I don't forget the news. I usually yeah, you did. You literally just started talking no, about Kong versus the, Godzilla. Well, this is the only news I have that kind of ties into that. Oh, okay. Um, the news I have is usually I cover the box office a long time ago, and I haven't covered it in a long time. There hasn't been one. Well, Godzilla versus Kong is one of the biggest movies in the pandemic. Um, it generated 32 million over the weekend and 48.5 million in the first five days of release. Wow. Pretty fucking good. Um, yeah. Especially since it came out on streaming. Um, yeah. one it's also, it's, it's really a popcorn movie. Yeah. It's, it's a, one of those it, movies you pop popcorn. 
turn your brain off for two hours. It's a crowd pleaser. Yeah. Um, it's definitely he, not a script movie like the guys in our chat seem to think it is. Um, so we'll <laughs> it's get, not going to we'll, win any. We'll get there. Hold writing. on. I know. Awards. I got. I got things to say. But prior to this weekend, Wonder Woman, 1984, had the biggest three-day start with only 16.7 million. Yeah. And Tom and Jerry with 14 million. Yeah. So the fact that Kong Godzilla versus Kong was on HBO Max and in the theater and generated 48.5 million in five days yeah. is pretty fucking good. It just goes um, to show how bad the Wonder Woman movie was. Yeah, but like also I think more people were primed to see this. Um yeah. also it, it does help that the weather is getting nicer. People are and yeah, getting out of the house. Yeah. I think people feel more comfortable leaving the house. Or just getting out of the house and getting away from things. People are I think are ready to get back out in the world. Right. I mean, that's the only really news I had because it ties into this. Um, so for me, I've been waiting for this. I've seen the first Godzilla. I saw yes. I saw the theater with everybody. Then I saw Kong Island at home with Allison. Skull Island. Skull Island. Then I saw yeah. the last Godzilla movie, which I don't know if you went, but I went with Hutzel, Rocky, um, Jay, I think yeah, I think I was there. Yeah. Um King of the Monsters? Yeah, I saw that in the theater with you guys. Okay. And it's I think whatever. I don't remember, but me and Hutzel walked out like that was fucking awesome. Yeah. This movie for me hit it perfectly. It gave us a good balance of human and monster. Also, I think the monster fights were way better in this one because it wasn't so much garbage flying around which the last one had a lot of well, this was very much along the lines of like, like as i was watching i'm like wow this is very much a la like ultraman old-timey godzilla yeah. movies yes fight inside a city you know I the know. city's fake you know it's a it's a 104 foot ape fighting a giant lizard you're not looking it's not like the cg in this movie i thought was incredibly good yeah. and i really wished i saw this in the theater because oh yeah i said the same thing so awesome so yeah. I, I i thought the balance was good i thought the characters that they did have were good uh, uh millie bobby brown comes back from her yeah. life, repraising her character then you have a new character who's a conspiracy theorist <coughs> um who i thought it was like a poor man wrong functious no, he's in Atlanta. He's a really good actor. I know, but he reminded me of Ron Funchess. Like, it would have been like a perfect role for Ron Funchess, I think. Yeah, I mean, he's not a comedian, um, but he, he's good. And then, did you recognize who the boy was? Yeah, it was a kid from Deadpool 2. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I he, said that as soon as I saw him. Like, hey, a kid from Deadpool 2. Good the, to see you're getting to These work. three, I thought, had a nice little path. I mean, it wasn't too much. It wasn't over. I mean... It's over the top, but I don't I mean, again, shit. it's not like a, yeah, it's not a so, Oscar award-winning script writing. In our a group chat, I, I just don't get where our friend Rocky, who did the Justice League review, he's yes. like, oh, but you know, I just want something more. I could want more script. I want, I want to hear, I want to see emotion from. This is what I said. From Godzilla. And I want to, like, why, why is there sunlight in the hollow earth? I'm like, well, because it's the core of the earth that's making. When I go to a Chinese restaurant. Uh, it's because I want Chinese food. When yeah. I see a King Kong versus Godzilla movie that says versus in the title, yeah. guess what I want to see? I want to see Godzilla fight. I don't King go Kong. to a Chinese restaurant and goes, where's yeah. your Italian food? Where's your yeah. French food? Like, 
I, I don't understand. Like, this is not Scorsese. This yeah. is not fucking like it's not it's not the English art. patient. Yeah. As, as like, we used to say. You these are okay, listen, <laughs> I don't like Transformers movies because they're not my thing. But if you go to a Transformers movie, you you're know not going you're, for the script. You know you're getting in. Robots you're not going fighting. for the dialogue. Yes. <laughs> I just don't get but, it. Like I don't yeah. I don't get like it's like you're like what you're looking for a highbrow movie out of a lowbrow genre basically right right and it's like he's like it's a monster I just, movie i just want something more then you're going to the wrong place you're looking for the wrong stuff at the wrong place i don't right go to mcdonald's by looking for a toaster you know like hey mcdonald's how come we don't have toasters you guys should really have toasters here you know because i got or I going to mcdonald's toaster. and look and looking for a flaming young is what you're doing yeah yeah excuse I, me what what number is the flaming young on the menu how dare you not have my flaming young <laughs> do you have any great poupon I, I, I no, just don't, I just, yeah, listen, you want to see things blow up. You want to see two Titans fight it out. And we all knew it was going to happen. Spoiler alert. We all knew they were going to come together to fight a bigger bad. Yeah. And they both found out their mother's name is Mothra. Okay. And then when, they fought they, Godzilla. When they had the moment together, <laughs> Allison goes, what happened? And yeah, I said, they found out each other's mom's name was mother, Martha. Martha. I, Martha. Yeah. It's the fucking first thing I thought, man. I go telepathically to like Martha. <laughs> Martha, oh, you, 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 you screwed Mothra. I screwed, I screwed Mothra. Mothra. Oh my gosh! God. <laughs> um, Inter Titan bestiality. I thought the movie flowed. It was good. Uh, just fucking enjoyable, man. It was a great. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I would see this in the theater because I just loved how everything looked. Um, it made you sympathetic towards. Uh, uh, Kong, because you're well, they did it in like, the first like five minutes. Like Kong wakes up and does the, you know, morning routine, scratches his butt, takes but, a shower. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the little the little girl. Um, yeah. I mean, it was just a great movie, man. I just needed something fun, and I think it was um, a brain turn off movie, is what it was. It was yeah. just turn your brain off, watch two monsters fight each other in a city. And I thought the fight scenes were awesome. Yeah, I thought they were great. On top of the the aircraft carrier i mean come on that was cool um yeah. it, it was though okay so as you're watching this and if you do overthink things it will ruin it for you because well, I any thought, movie like that you overthink if you overthink avengers it'll ruin it for you but what i'm saying is so me and Alistair, and allison goes wait they're they're bringing him down there to get why are they doing that i'm like you're overthinking it i go yeah he's a little convoluted i'm like it's convoluted yeah. But it works. Like yeah. it, it just, it just works. You gotta go with it. You're also talking about the genre that had two like tiny little people, two little girls singing a song that awoke a giant moth. They were in the last movie. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're but going man, into a, you're going to a movie where there's a giant lizard roaming around, right? And right. A ape that's a hundred foot tall. It was awesome. You're not like, you got to kind of like disconnect your brain from reality for a little bit. I, my favorite part of the whole movie is when um, the, the the fight they had in the, the water was really cool. Yeah. He's, try, he's trying to drown him. He's trying yeah. to drown. Uh, that was kind of cool. But I liked he was when doing God's, like a crocodile move. Like he was like wrapping yeah, him up. Yeah. Yeah. Like alligator God, roll. When Godzilla blasted into the ground. Yeah. It found, and, they, and, and then Kong comes through the, the ground. Yeah, and they fight, and they just knock it. That city was awesome looking with the neon lights. Yeah, 
That's so cool. Um, I love like the. I also was a fan of the uh, the featherless chickens that were attacking everybody, in the under in the hollow earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The weird the angry chickens. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, these flying chickens are creepy as hell. And then Skarsgård. Um, yeah, Skarsgård was in it. You know, it's like. Yeah, he's back in business. And, he, he, and Millie Bobby Brown's dad, there, Chandler from. Uh, Rivers and Tyler Chandler from uh, Friday Night Lights. Yeah, he was in the first. Totally movie. has no idea what's going on. Totally disconnected. I, well, he's probably well, the dumbest scientist in all of movie history. He was in the last movie. I know. Played another. He played a dumb scientist in that movie too. Well, his wife dies. Yeah, but he's like the worst scientist ever. He just runs around like, like yeah, with his head chopped off. I'm so glad they they don't have him in this movie as much because I think the last movie it was him constantly panicking. Yeah. And it got, I, I, even in this movie, it's all he was is panic yes, the whole time. Panic. And I'm like, just running around crazed. Oh, oh I got what's going my daughter. On? Oh, oh, oh. What are you yeah. doing? What are you doing? Are you in the right place? This is where we're supposed to be. Why are we here? What's going on? I know. Where's my kid? I, I think he's a great actor, but the direction they give him for these movies, I'm yeah. glad they toned it down because I didn't yeah. like him just in that mode. It's like yeah. one mode. Yeah. Panic and yeah. be confused. Yeah. Lost yeah. and confused. That's yeah. his that's his motivation for this movie. Yeah, I'm so glad he wasn't in it as much. All I want you to do is just run around aimlessly with your hands like frantically, like, what's going on? <laughs> they just made him go down, like they just made him walk down a hallway a couple of times and yeah. they CG'd shit around him. Yeah. So he just used the same footage. So we want you to be the worst parent ever. And also act <laughs> like totally in like in, like unknowing of everything that's going on around you. Like You've somehow worked your way up to a very high level in the government, right. but you still have no clue what's going on. No, he has nothing. He's <laughs> clueless. <laughs> he has no worst. Daughter he runs all of this big like monarch area, but has no clue about any of it. Yeah, he's just totally lost. Uh, but yeah, that was cool, and I liked uh, uh, Mega Godzilla. They yes, brought, Mecha Godzilla. Brought, Mecha Godzilla. They brought that in, which is awesome. I was astonished about the one thing that. Like I was watching, I'm like, this is like the worst security ever in this uh, facility that these two kids and this guy can just wander right in and hop into a random they, space pod. They, they, they can make these pods that fly through the earth, but they don't have any kind of surveillance on these pods. Well, they never keep a track of who's entering and exiting. In the pods were some sort of creatures, but they never did anything. They were the walker things that were in the... Uh, Oh, yeah, so bone walkers can... from uh, Kong from Skull Island. So, okay, but they then they then they used they referenced them when they got into the Mecha Godzilla like training area. That's what he was fighting. Oh yeah, oh, he was training. Right, they right. were breeding them so he could fight basically them. fight them to get used to. But now they have a bunch of them that are there incubated. Yeah, because yeah. now well, that's up next movie, I guess. Yeah, um, I mean, also it... they don't like really give you a reason why the. Mecha Godzilla becomes sentient. The DNA. It just maybe? just happened. My my favorite nonsense thing. This got mad and like electrocuted the guy and then like attacked the other guy for no reason. It was the DNA. Like, no. My non my, my nonsensical part of the movie that I love. It's so stupid. When they're down in the middle of the earth, they attach the woman. Uh, I call her Big Boobs McGee. She. <laughs> the daughter she, there. No, big moves. The the mysterious woman, the daughter, that's the, right? the, the daughter of the, the yeah, guy yeah. that built met that built Mechagodzilla. She had her cleavage shown in the first half of the film. 
They, well, yeah. I mean, that was the only reason why she was there. Basically. So I can they, they get the DNA, right? Yeah. Now you think you physically have to bring it somewhere, but it just uploads. It yeah. just uploads. Like DNA, yeah. they just upload a DNA. Well, it wasn't DNA. It was just like a, a what was it? It was like a code. A, it was a code. They just like but these are creatures. They don't yeah. have codes in the DNA. I don't know. Maybe it was a DNA code that would figure out. It was out a sequence something. to do the power. That was a power. It was all it was. It was like and then, then she dies. They blow it up. Yeah. She gets blown up. I yeah. love how Kong looks in and sees yeah. that it's no, it's not the little girl in there. None of his people are in there. And then he, he goes, just, all right, I don't need that. Those I people. love that. That was cool. Yeah. But yeah, the movie don't make sense, but who cares? It's I mean, the other thing, I, other thing I, I thought was interesting is how is there oxygen in the center of the earth? How are they able to just walk around like it's normal? Well, they were this in the guy of the ship. No one thinks we should put helmets on there would be oxygen. with oxygen. So that way we know that there's oxygen before we just wander out here. Mark. There's a lizard. <laughs> that was like monkey. my only thing. Yeah, yeah. It was there at the very end of the movie where they're like in the new observation area for Kong. Yeah. There's like all walking around like it's no big deal. It's like, is there like oxygen that we just don't know about? Or like there's no pressure issues? Right. Hey, it's a movie. Hey, just yeah. like someone brought up something interesting about Justice League. I never thought about when Superman takes Lois after their fight with the Justice League. Yeah. You hear a sonic boom. It would have destroyed her. She would have imploded. Fucking destroyed yeah. her. Yeah. But he carries people to and fro. Yeah. And they have no problem breathing. Well, I think it's like because they're attached breathing. to if you're attached to Superman, you're inside his Superman bubble. It has and you're to able, be that he can it protect has you. To be. It yeah, has that's to the, be. That's the 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 crutch that they use to get through. If you're attached to Superman. You're in his aura, like that his sonic boom. She space. would have hook. She would have like melted in his hand. Oh, she would just like disintegrated instantly. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. imploded up. He would have landed on the farm just, with fucking with blood all over him. Not even. There just was like a little dot of Lois on the, like his body. He yeah. Was, like, yeah. But but you know, Rocky watches a King Kong movie. Looking and that for you need the script writing. He needs he needs dialogue. Dialogue. He needs more emotion from King Kong and Godzilla. He wants Kong to cry every time he yeah. kills someone. Yes. Everything has to be in grayscale. He's going to rebuild the city now. He wants to know the infrastructure plans and how they're yeah, going to rebuild yeah. the cities um, after they're destroyed. He just wants highbrow King Kong films. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's our review. I give yeah. it a nine. A nine to ten, man. I, I, I loved it. Well, I mean, if you're looking, if, if it's a different scale to rate it on. You don't scale it on a rate of like uh, actual movies with like script writing no i read it on dialogue it's not like a think piece it's not like you're not no. going in that thinking you're gonna get the yeah you know i mean okay but i give it about i'll give it an eight an eight I, out of ten you know what i'll say an eight an eight as well yeah. i think if i saw it in the theater with a crowd it would be more oh yeah if i saw it with people like cheering and screaming yeah. at the screen then it make it more interesting yeah but i'd say an eight i think you're right on yeah. spot with that and it's enjoyable it's, it, yeah. it's free go watch it um yeah. Well, if you have the HBO Max, it's free. Yeah. Yeah. And now let's do. Uh, we have to go to Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, episode four. I thought it was three. Four? Three. Yeah, it's episode three. It feels like four, but it's three. Is it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I want to say it's four. No, it's three. Four okay. comes out this Friday. Okay. I know. Isn't that weird? There's only six of them. So I yeah, know. It's three. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. We're, we're in the middle of the season. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, now we know Zemo. Now we know why he's a Baron. Yes. He's because, rich, bitch. Yeah. You know, that's, I, I don't know. I, it I makes guess. sense. It, but it does. Why else would you call him Baron? They didn't. I don't think they ever called him Baron. Told well, now they can. Now they've called him Baron Zemo. Um, I think in the Winter Soldier, he was, or uh, one of Zemo. those, he was called. Just Zemo. Why well, no? But I think someone along the lines that was mentioned, he was a Baron. I, I don't think I, this is the first time we ever heard the first time those characters have heard it, but I think it was mentioned somewhere. I don't before. know. I so if not, whatever. In Winter Soldier, this does explain how he could do the things because he's just a guy. Yeah. And you're like, how does this guy his well, family from Sokovia? We got yeah, that. But his family died in Sokovia. That's yes. why he had the plan with Winter of Soldier. Of Age of Ultron. So that's why he was involved in Winter Soldier, uh, not Age of Ultron. Well, he was also, but no, I'm saying uh, the things that led to stuff was Baron Zemo's character in Winter Soldier caused the Winter Soldier to do things. And then he was also in uh, Civil War because he was the one that programmed Winter Soldier to kill Black Panther's father. Black Panther's father. Oh, but he also killed Tony Stark's father. That wasn't uh, Baron Zemo, though. Yeah, but Winter Soldier killed. Yeah, but Winter Soldier was the one that that bombed the that uh, bombed the building that Winter Sol- yeah. that uh, T'Challa's dad was in. Um. Also, I mentioned you- in this episode that like he's like, yeah, because well, at uh, the Stan end was like, hey, do you really want to deal with this guy? Because you know, you really messed with your brain last time. Yeah. Well, at the end of the episode, we get a little uh, get, uh, a Wakandian showing up. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I want to say about Zemo though. Zemo is like one of the only human human villains who actually had a plan and succeeded at his plan. Yeah. No, he's the only one that's ever succeeded at his plan of messing with the Avengers. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, Thanos did. He succeeded, but then with time travel, well, he got like totally defeated. Whereas this yeah. guy just got put in jail. Everyone right. else died. And he's a human. And he, he Thanos he just, died. Ultron died. I liked the fact that he was just a simple guy who did this because he was pissed yeah. off. The fact that now he is a baron, he, he's come from a rich family, it explains how he did what he did. Well, like I like I've heard funny. a lot of it said online and stuff. It's night, it's it's amazing to see how well. Marvel is slowly retconning and answering questions that were in the original movies. I don't think they're retconning. They're answering questions. Well, the small things, retconning small things. But they're also like answering questions of things that like, wait a minute, how's this guy just able to do this? And now they're like explaining it out. Like they're fleshing out stuff that was like. I wouldn't call it retconning. They're they're just fleshing it out. Well, like in WandaVision, they retcon some small things. But in this, in Winter, in Falcon Winter Soldier, they're like filling in blanks on things that were left in the other movies yeah like you were saying like how is baron zemo able to do all this stuff when he, in the movies and now it's like oh well he was rich he's been rich this whole time so that's why he's been able to you know slowly take over different things and all this stuff but yeah um now he's honestly you... like becoming my favorite villain yeah, in I... any in, in all of marvel basically he's like and the actor who's playing him is so good he was in um Rush was a Ron Howard movie about Formula One. Oh, yeah, yeah. He played Nicky Lauder, and he was amazing in that. And it's like, when I saw him in uh, 
Winter Soldier. I was like, oh man, this guy is so good. And he's now he's like in this, and it's he's he's amazing. And he looks just like and once he gets the uniform on with the mask, once he pulled the the knit mask on, it was like, oh it's, man, it's the first time we get to see him work uh, yeah. wear his uh, trademark purple mask. Yeah. Um, because in in the comics he's horribly burned, and yes. that's why he has the mask on. Yeah. Um. So, but this obviously he's not. But he had the mask in the back of the car. Yeah. The the car that all these fancy cars they're just finding everywhere like i yeah. got this nice car it was parked right over there like, yeah this this episode was a lot of that it was like here's something fancy we found well like he said he goes my family's own like had money for years so i've always had these cars yeah, just sitting around it's too funny um he's like and the cool part is like i was watching i was thinking to myself he's kind of like the evil batman or the evil tony stark i would say in this world he's kind of like the tony stark of evil well, yeah, but I kind of just the evil Batman. He's like rich, and that's all he. That's all, that's his super. That's his power, basically, is he's just rich. Yeah. Um, you know, like Batman, he just has gadgets and doesn't have gadgets or anything. But he has like the old butler that like he's had since he was a kid, who takes care of him and everything. Yeah, very much like Tony Stark, I guess. He doesn't have like a power suit. I'm saying. Gotcha. I hear you. Um, Sharon Carter. Let's yeah, there's talk- more there going on. Let's talk about her. Yeah. I don't no. think her whole part, I don't think, was actually what she is. I had a feeling at the end of the episode where she gets to the thing and she's like, oh, we have a problem. Actually, we have two problems. I am thinking, and my first thought was, is she the power broker? No, she's not the power Power broker is after, um, power broker is someone completely different. But does she work for the power broker? I don't think so. Zemo, I think Zemo could be working for the power broker. Because Zemo shot the guy. The no, scientist. Zemo doesn't want any of them to be have anything because he, he doesn't want anyone to be a super soldier. Yeah, it's true. So he has it out. He has it out. And yeah. killing the scientist, once they got the information, was sort of like, well, you can't create any more vials. You already yeah. made 20. He's made 20. So we yeah. know there's 20 out there. No, Sharon, you're overthinking it. Sharon Carter is not the power broker. Power broker is the person that's overseeing it. I don't. I. I would not say she's a power broker at all. So you think she's working for? I think she says she told. She says who she is. Um, well, she said like she can't go back to America because she's still like. But right. at the end of the episode, she goes to that car and she gets in the back seat, which means that she's a person of power in the movie world. Wait, and she goes wait. in the back seat and the girl picks her up in the car. Oh, well, the, the one she's her like, up. she comes in the corner and she goes, Do we have any, do we have a problem? She says, Well, she says, How'd everything go? She says, We have one, we have a problem. Actually, we have two problems, which to me is Falcon Winter Soldier. Right. Which made me believe that she's either the power broker or connected to him somehow or whatever yeah. that character is going to be. Or she's a part of a uh, sword. And that's could. how they bring sword in. Yeah. Because I don't see why she she's she would have no reason to be the power broker. Um I don't know. It says uh, there are three blank slots during end credits. One of them is surely forever is for whoever's playing the power broker. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think she's the power broker. I think mm. maybe she's part of Sword. Maybe. 
maybe it seems like it'd be too much like having her there it just seems too coincidental to me you think for so? me like a sword thing she could be watching but i don't think she's a power broker that'd be weird because the power i mean wouldn't that kind of go against it would, but if you think about it, what she was saying was like, you know, she's she's a, basically so she was not a part of the blip. So yeah. she's been there for five years. Yeah. And when we last saw her, she was basically sent on the run because she helped steal the shield. Right. For Cap. Yeah. And then she was, so she's basically been on the run this whole time. So, why wouldn't she have turned into a crime lord? Oh, that would be interesting. I wonder, yeah, I don't know, Mark. Maybe you're she says to... the whole thing about how it's like you know she's they're talking and she's like, you guys like, you know, must be nice to live in like a this magical world where everything is just you know. If you think about it, the whole world spun upside down because of the blip. Yeah. And now the, these superheroes are all back post blip. And the people who were used to be allies might now be villains and villains like Baron Zemo, who didn't blip, was so, a villain and now he's an ally. That could be like the whole thing of it. Like people who were your friends are now your foes and people who were your foes are now your friends. That mm. could be the way that this whole thing is so, going, kind of. So there are theories online that she, Sharon Carter is secretly the power broker. There are theories. Mm, see? It does line up for what you're saying. I didn't think yeah. about it that way. I didn't. I, I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll find out, man. That would be interesting. Um, so if she's a power... Why would she be so mad that he killed the scientist? That was my other thing. Like when she runs in and he shoots the scientist, she's like, no, like, like yeah. there's my... Like, that was my way of getting Cap back, kind of. Well, we have 20 people. Well, because I think she wasn't there. trying to... She didn't start the 20 people. He just made the serum. Yeah. What's-her-face, the, the red-headed Annie girl, stole the serum and gave it to 20 people and right. herself. Yeah. I think Sharon was trying to reinvent the super serum, super hero yeah. serum super soldier serum so she could make a new cap yeah but he he's i don't think i mean not the cap but i think she was trying to make yeah in like a back i think it i could even be like sword was involved in like a secret way if they just couldn't do it on the books so she was like the off the books Ooh. person yeah that was like in that area dealing with the underground trying to build the serum so they could remake because if you think about it when the blip happened and all those superheroes went away they're trying mm. to figure out how to make new superheroes and then when people came back and cap didn't come back after that now they really needed superheroes because there's no more cap so that could be the whole and did you see how she could fight yeah she fucking kicked ass yeah. So, I mean, and you're right. I mean, she's been in hiding. She's secret. She has like expensive things in her little house there. Yeah. She's no 
She got a place in Hightown. Or how'd she do get that? Like, she's not slumming it by yeah. any means. Yeah. So, um, I I do like the creepier side of John Walker. Um, we get the, the jerkier side. The do you know who I am? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he's definitely. It's definitely like the the power is going to his head is what they're using. Like, yeah, that's happened in the comic book too. Is he like started out being, you know, the yojo kind of guy, and then gradually it just like the power consumed him, and then he really thought he was Steve Rogers, basically. Like he thought he could survive anything. Well, the thing is, I feel like he would want the serum too. I feel like secretly there's something going on there. Yeah, well, that's why yeah. I think he wants it so that he could become, really become Captain yeah. America. Yeah, because I think right now he's just trying to prove himself. So yeah. He's trying over too hard. Yeah. He's trying too hard. Well, even his like partner in crime there, the Patriot, was like, are you sure you want to like, you know, like, let's not get too crazy here, you know? It's just, I think it's Battlestar. You know, I think it's Battlestar. Yeah, well, he gradually, I think, oh, no, the Patriot is um, You're Elijah's uh, son. Yeah. Is the Patriot. Isaiah's son, um, sorry. Isaiah. Um, so yeah, it was um, it was a good episode. Uh, oh, we have this. I like the smiling tiger. Yes. Uh, is that, that's actually like that a was, reference to the new world? That was quite the uh, slow mo reservoir dog slow mo that they had there, where they're walking across the bridge. Yeah. Just three dudes walking across the bridge. One with his arm out. Well, that was, was quite that was quite the uh, cantina scene. The, I uh, thought the same thing. Winter Soldier just going off on people. I thought the same thing. I thought, well, this is their cantina scene. Yeah, uh, that was pretty good. And then at the very end, we get a uh, a Wakandian showing up, leaving a little trail for like happenstance that um, uh, Winter Soldier there would see. Well, yeah, well, he White Wolf, so he becomes White Wolf during that, and kind of like he's he sees like, the ball. He sees what are you guys the... doing? Like we knew, we, I knew I'd find you here. Yeah, it was interesting how they were all gonna go and do something. He's just kind of like, "I'll be back." Yeah, I'm gonna go for a walk. It was okay. like, I'm, it's like okay. We're like, only being chased by everybody in the world, but okay, enjoy your walk. Was that weird? Was that yeah, weird? It was very much. And like Sam and Zemo, who weren't really like down with each other, are like, "Sure, we'll just go." hang out by ourselves that's fine and wait for you to take your walk yeah wait for you to go for your walk what are you gonna he's like i gotta get my out? mile in i've been seeing yeah, mark one my, posts i gotta get gotta my get, mile uh, in. A, he's my inspiration i gotta get my two miles in yeah like it was a weird a weird moment it was um, weird it was very strange it the one thing like i said in our group chat knit is a nitpick because i these i love these characters but they're not Okay, they bicker, and that's funny when it ha- when it when it's appropriate. But I felt like they had that big, they had that knockout um, with after the uh, the uh, scientist gets killed, the shit goes south, and then they start bickering about who went where. And I'm like, it felt weird to have that there with these characters. Well, no, because it's that. like that's they're it's like the two. It's just felt what I've equated to, and I've like kind of like the way I've like gone into it, looking at it, and. It's kind of made more sense after I looked at it this way. Yeah, think about it as Sam thought he was like he was close with Captain America. Bucky, when he was Bucky and not Winter Soldier, 
was, was close with Captain America. So it's basically like two close friends of Captain America who weren't friends with each other. Like their connector is Captain America, but they weren't connected together. Yeah, I know. And now they're like trying to be like, they're like forced into a friendship kind of. And they're both trying to be like Captain America. They're both trying to be Captain America and they're both like, well, I'm the guy in charge. No, I'm the guy in charge. Yeah. You know, I, I so know. Like, that's like thought... that weird. It's also that weird. That's that, you know, buddy cop thing. Yeah. Bryce I, said, go left. I met my left, you know. Yeah, I know. I know what they're trying to do. It just didn't yeah. work for me that that one moment. Like, I was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, come on, come on. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Here. It was just a way to show off uh, Baron Zemo, basically. It was like the show Zemo can just. Did you like uh, house, Baron basically. Zemo dancing at the nightclub? Yeah. He's little... doing the little white man shuffle. I mean, it was weird. It was weird yeah. seeing Zemo in this light, too. It was like a totally different character. Well, yeah, think about it, too. He's been in prison for, what, now, like five years now? And now Six he's years? breaking, he's cutting the rugs. He's doing this is his rugs. first time out his, since first time out in the world, you know, getting a little, enjoying himself. He was kind of doing loops. the Spider-Man uh, 3. Uh, Peter yeah, Parker you know, dance. he got the symbiote attached to him. He's got a little... <laughs> he's doing the... Uh, the finger guns yeah think about it. it's the first time out he's feeling his oats he's able to be the you know rich guy controls the world like rolls I, his oyster he's kind of just his, his yeah, uh I'm, his, I'm, his uh jeeves is like super, i'm here looks like he's gonna die any minute he's gonna fall over any second that guy <laughs> he's literally about to fall over any second and he's like smelt do the smell like, test yeah, yeah, yeah. like that food you've been in jail for so long that food is like there's no smell test there should be no they've not like this, my thing was like why wouldn't they just restock the food they knew he was coming right right you didn't just like randomly just walk up to a plane they're like oh hey where you been yeah that old guy old guy's call like, guy be like hey we're gonna take the plane get it ready he's like all right crew guys let's restock the fridge and everything the old guy's like i've been waiting for you forever zemo Aww. yeah they knew he was in prison. Yeah. Well, what, why, why wouldn't you just, like, the plane's just been sitting there? The pilots had been, like, been hanging out for that whole time, waiting? Yeah. Oh, Zemo. Stuff you gotta think about. The stuff like that, like, the stuff you really start thinking about it? Yeah, yeah, Really, yeah. it's not good. No. See? We're over like, they had to hire all new pilots? Like, that guy had to call somebody and be like, hey. They were all fired. Pilots. When he went to prison, they were all fired. They were all fired. They're all He's let go. paying them to no. just hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a new pilots? The whole yeah. new, you know, everything? Yeah. That one guy has been in charge of the whole trust this whole time. The old guy. Yeah. So waiting. I did like the line of dialogue to him, to the guy saying, you guys never came to the, like, when they mourned everybody who died in Sokovia, that a memorial. Yeah. And he goes, you guys never came to this, did you? And yeah. it was just kind of like, yeah. Like, they want to be the saviors for everybody. Yeah. But, like... I, that's why I always go back to Tony Stark. I, I always agree that Tony Stark was right, especially when that mom was like, "My son died on your watch," and I think that's what moved Tony Stark because he wanted to be a father, and I think he was just like, "If that was my child, how would I have felt?" Um, and I, that's why I always took that side uh, during Civil War, uh, 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 Tony's side. Mm. But anyway, I, I mean, I like it because. Nobody's really right. Nobody's really wrong. Exactly. It's, That's it's why it's at the cap gray. side. Yeah. It's very gray. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a good episode. It wasn't my favorite one, but it was good. No, well, I mean, there's only six of them. So there's going to be one that's going to be the transition episode that kind of 
connect the pieces together to get everyone into an area. Yeah, I mean, I and think now four, four, five, and six will be like the solution episodes. This was like you get the big fight, me. and then you get the solution episode at the end. Yeah. So either this coming episode or the next episode after that will be the big fight episode. Maybe. Where they, I mean, there's only six of them, so they got to get to it sooner or later. Well, there's a lot of action. They've been fighting in every episode. So no, what I'm saying, I, like this, the the what the all that's everything that's going on has to come to a head right. at one point, and then it's gonna break apart. Like, I'm assuming this. I'm thinking this next episode will be like Cap and whatever his name is uh, meet up with Falcon Winter Soldier, and they see Zemo, and then there's a thing for that, and then you know. Yeah, we'll we'll find out more about There's definitely like, a scene where there's definitely we've seen this scene in the trailers for it where Sam gets the shield and he's practicing with the shield. So either that's after he they beat New Cap and then they go after the flag smashers or that could be the end. That could be the end. So we'll yeah. see what happens. I mean, I think ultimately it, it's gonna it's gonna it's slowly making Sam realize he should have took that shield. Because everyone's well, telling there's him. gonna be and the thing I'm looking forward to is Sam. There's going to be a monologue somewhere where Sam's going to explain why he didn't take the shield, and it's going to be a rough explanation. Yeah, but they already told. I mean, the first episode, he said it, it didn't feel like him. And no, but I think he's going to have like a real reasoning behind it. Like they've kind of hinted at it with like the Isaiah stuff, and then the scene after that where they get the cops pull them over. Yeah, they told and the us. scene with with Don Cheadle. I think there's going to be a scene with. Falcon and Winter Soldier, where it's finally just gonna Falcon's just gonna break down and tell him like, "Hey, I didn't take the shield because America is not ready for a black Captain America." I mean, he has, he has, yeah, he hasn't told him. Yeah, so maybe, maybe. And that's gonna be a um, tough. Like, I think it's gonna be like a tough, like not like a tough scene, but it's gonna be like a emotional scene where they're gonna like, you know, have a heart to heart, and then he's yeah. gonna be like, "You're not gonna move your seat up, are you?" They did yeah. that. They did a callback to Civil yeah. War. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good. Um, so next week, yeah, episode four. It does feel like we just watched four for some reason. Maybe yeah, it seems longer. like, yeah. That was three. That was three. Yeah. Um, anything, any final thoughts on it, Mark? Is that no, it? it's just, it's a really good show. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I am ready for Fridays again, like I was with WandaVision first couple episodes were kind of like yeah okay but now it's starting to pick up steam so we're ready to go yeah like you said we got a loki trailer coming out today or came out today came out today yeah so yeah loki's gonna be great i'm excited uh Mar- yeah. marvel's on fire i think they're doing a good job with the shows so. yeah so sweet april and then may we get bad batch and then june we get loki i didn't even watch a trailer for bad batch yet oh man it's gonna be good yeah, I got, I'll try to watch it. I'll see. Yeah. Which you never watch because it's a cartoon. You don't like cartoons. so I like go. cartoons, but I, I have a hard time watching them. I'm going to watch in, uh, Invincible this week. There you go. I will watch yeah. that. This, it's going to be watch. great. You're going to watch it and you're going to be like, hey, that's that guy. And hey, that's that guy. Yeah. Hey, that's a, I recognize that voice. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot of that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um. All right, Mark. Well, this has been a pod. It has been. It's been a good one. Yeah. yeah, so we'll be back next week, episode four of Falcon Winter Soldier. We'll also hopefully get a little bit of uh, Brian's review of uh, Invincible. 
Yeah, we can talk Invincible. We can talk a little bit about it. We won't get deep into it because we're going to do a whole episode just on Invincible. Yeah. Uh, coming up. So stay tuned for that. But it'll be a lot more. We'll see what else comes out this week. We might get some other stuff. Who knows? People are just dropping stuff now and nothing's really coming yeah. out about what's coming out. So it's a mystery. Yeah. We'll see. Um, follow us on Twitter, Geekonomics, and like us on the old Facebook. And uh, give us that five star review on iTunes. Yep, and we're on the YouTube as well. So like and subscribe there. Yeah, we're all over the place except Perfect. Spotify because we hate Spotify because they don't like us. <laughs> all right, we'll be all see you all back here. Same podcast time, same podcast channel. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>